0: It's, you you you, it's, you, it's you, you, you. you,
1: you. Hello, hello, hello everyone! I am so excited that you have decided to spend your evening talking to me, C. Mo, the host of What's Really Going On. I'd like to thank Healing Through Her Network before I go any further. And again, I am so excited that you have decided to spend another Friday evening uh, conversating with me, and I do have a guest tonight. Um, He is a guest that was on previously so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off by giving you a little bit of background knowledge on my guest, Brian, who was actually on the show last week, and he talked about some things with me and our guests, you all, um, but let me, let me just read a little background on Brian before we go any further. Okay, so Brian is a man who's been married 13 years, separated two. He is going to counseling. He believes the reason he cheats is that's all he saw growing up. His mom was with the married man all his life, and all the male figures in his life had wives and side chicks. He was a high school basketball, basketball star. So women were always kind of drawn to him. In fact, he had four kids all born in the same year. So last week, we talked to Brian about um, why he cheats or why he had been cheating for so long. And basically, what he told us was, you know, just like I just said in the bio, he he talked about how he saw his mom in a relationship with the man all his life. And then his uncles had side chicks. Now, before I bring Brian back on, um, I just want to go over some research that I had done that talks about cheating and behaviors of cheating. And is it a possibility that um, genetically speaking, there could be, you could have a cheating trait, you know, because a lot of people said, you know, cheating is a choice. Cheating is a choice. And I agree on some levels that, yeah, a lot of things that we do are basically choices. Life is about choices. But I'm going to go over really quickly. This is just an article that I got from the Insider. And I want to I wanna share it with you before I bring Brian back on. All right. It, it's titled, It Turns Out Cheating Might Be Genetic. Here's what you need to know. It says there's a small amount of research that suggests cheating could be genetic. According to experts, people can absorb behaviors like cheating from their caretakers or their parents. Just because someone might be more inclined to cheat, that doesn't mean they will act on it. It says early research suggests 20% of your personality is hereditary. But most people have never stopped to wonder what's included in that 20 percent. Licensed clinical psychotherapist Dr. Leslie Beth Wish said emotions and temperaments have a genetic component. But what about the tendency to be unfaithful? Is cheating genetic or is it a choice? That answer is complicated. Cheating can be absorbed from your parents, siblings, and family. Wish told Insider that cheating can be maladaptive behavior, something you develop as a negative response to feeling unhappy in a relationship, but it can also be something you absorb from your parents, older siblings, or other family members and caretakers. As a child, you see how your care, caregivers deal with their anxiety, depression, and unhappiness. Wish said if your mother over eight or if your father cheated on your mother, you see that behavior. You see your parents' moods, and you learn without knowing that you are learning about ways to manage your feelings. There's a possible relationship between a particular gene and the inclination to cheat. Scientists have a hunch that the desire to cheat could be linked back to something called the dopamine receptor, a.k.a. the thrill-seeking gene that's also been called out as a gene responsible for alcoholism and gambling addiction. In a study performed by researchers at Binghamton University in New York, it was found that participants who possess a specific kind of DRD4 gene were more likely to cheat. For their study, doctoral Diversity fellow and lead investigator, Justin Garcia recruited 181 young adults, participants, Participants were asked to complete a questionnaire about their sexual behaviors, as well as submit a DNA sample, which would be tested in order to determine the variation of DRD4 in their DNA. According to the team's findings published in the journal, everyone, was, everyone has DRD4, but the more you have, the more prone you are to thrill-seeking. In other words, you could be more drawn to the temptation of things you probably shouldn't be, like cheating, for no other reason other than you want to feel the thrill associated with it. Garcia told ABC News it all goes back to the release of dopamine, a.k.a. the happy hormone. Humans are naturally drawn to activities that make them feel pleasure, but according to Garcia, people who possess this certain DRD4 gene will require more than the average person. People with a DRD4 gene need more stimuli to feel sat- satiated, Garcia said. Some say, wow, that was a rush after jumping out of a plane. Others ask, when is the plane going going to back up? Even if you're predisposed to the thrill gene, that doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean you'll act on your impulses. Given the results of the study, it seems that it might be fair to say some cheaters really can't help themselves, but because there is such a limited supply of scientific evidence to support this claim, experts say you shouldn't make this assumption. uh, Robert Weiss, an insider, uh, said that while a small group of people is predisposed to the Thrill gene, that doesn't necessarily mean this group has to act on these sorts of impulses. Plenty of people are genetically disposed toward alcoholism, but only a small percentage become alcoholic because many other factors are in play environment, self will, life experience, resiliency to turmoil, etc. Cetera, et cetera. We said the same is true with a genetic predisposition toward infidelity and promiscuity. Other factors are in play. Regardless of our genetics, we maintain free will when it comes to sexual behaviors. We always have a choice. That being said, like I said, I've brought Brian back on the show. Now, that right there is just something that I pulled offline from a study that some doctors did. Um, But I brought Brian back on because when I I re-listened to last week's show, I had several questions um, to ask him again, and this time, though, I'm going to ask that you hold your questions until the very end of me talking to Brian and finding out what's really going on, because I believe that there's a little bit more to his story than what he's telling, so we're going to try to get those answers today, and I appreciate your patience. Please wait until the end Of Brian and ours conversation, and then go ahead and put those questions in the chat room if you have them, or call in with your questions, Um, and I appreciate you being here so very much, and give me just a few minutes, and I'm going to bring Brian back on, and we're going to find out what's really going on, and I appreciate you coming. Give me just a few moments, and we'll be right back. Okay, welcome back, and remember you can call 646-478-4726 and press the number one if you decide to join in the conversation at any time. And I want to thank Brian for coming back and chatting with us again. Brian, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, I appreciate you coming back, and I hope you had an amazing week. We are going to jump right into this this week. Um, I'm going to go over real, real quick some of the things we covered last week, and I have a few questions for you. And I do know after we talked last week, um, you expressed to me that, you know, some more information that you wanted to share because things were a little bit uh, more involved than what we talked about last week. Um, So last week, basically what, what you said was, you were groomed to cheat. Um, this is the norm for you. You were taught to, to never get emotionally involved with women. Um, so I assume, though, that you dated many women prior to meeting your wife. This is a question that I had. Um, is that fair to say? Is that true? Yes, uh, yeah, that's true. Okay. Now, you also mentioned not being or not getting emotionally involved. What was it about your wife that got you – because you had to be emotionally emotionally attached to her because you proposed marriage or you got married. So what what was it that um, kind of got you where you weren't, you know, so much in that cheating mode or, you know, playing around mode? What was it that um, got you emotionally attached to her?
2: Um. Um, um. 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 Basically, when I first met her and everything, we, um, you know, we hung out, we talked for a minute, and, and um, basically, it just, just the way, how, how she was family orientated and how she grew up and everything, and how, the love that she gave me and the love that she received from, her her, her family side, it, it it was it was it was it was kind of different. It was kind of different. And, um, you know, and as we, you know, talked more, hung out more, got more involved with each other, and I started experiencing some of that same love. And um, so it was more um, easier to become, become attached to her um, because it was more an emotional. She was showing sides of me that I thought I didn't, didn't have. But um, but it
0: actually
1: came out, you know. So. Okay. Now, now, prior to, okay. So y'all, y'all had got close. Y'all was going out. Y'all was hanging out. Now during that time, though, so it was just you and her. You weren't really, you know, interested in in talking to anybody else. It was just you and her, correct?
2: Yes. Yes. Uh huh. Correct.
1: Okay. So. Um, what is it that triggered you? Because you got married, of course. So when did the first, I guess, incident of you stepping out? When did that occur? Was it like, because um, I know you said you know it started like through, you did it throughout the marriage. So when did it when did it start after you got married?
0: Um,
2: let me see. I, I want to say. I want to say, you know, I always say that we always have the honeymoon phase things in in, in your relationship. You actually have the honeymoon phase. So um, I, I guess after the honeymoon phase, and um, and problems start occurring in our relationship, and so, um, and and and, and she didn't understand me and I didn't understand her and because we were basically cut from two different cloths of of uh of life. Um uh, of how she grew up and how I grew up and stuff like that. Um so that's where we we had a falling out and that's where I caught and then sometimes it it came very uneasy to me talking to her then, you know, I go to the bar, you know, go hang out, smoke lounge or something like that and I'll find myself talking to someone else, which is a female, and which is, you know, which will be more understanding, understand, you know, would be easier to listen to me. And that's how most of that's of it occur, me um, be, be having a conversation at the bar, going out or something like that. But um, so it's it just that I was – um you know that that's how i would deal with it oh hold on a quick
1: and excuse brian he is he's, uh, uh-huh. driving, he's yeah, yeah, driving
2: yeah yeah okay i'm i'm back i'm back Okay.
1: all right um so you said the honey the honeymoon phase was over um, the hun- I, so I understand what you mean by the the honeymoon phase when you kind of get each other you know every you know you're all lovey dovey you're all over each yeah, other
0: yeah. Um,
1: this that and the other so and then you said you said problems started to occur
0: yes
2: problems starting to occur in, in like, like like any other problems you know like um, basically you would disagree certain things that. She expected from me certain things. I expected from her, um, and then and we always didn't see eye to eye on certain things. You know, like I, I believe, like for 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 example, I believe that um, a man a man should have some type of privacy, like like his eating like 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 his phone, his email address, and all type of stuff. I mean, even though you probably don't have nothing to hide, but at the same time. You have to like have that trust there, and then you know you just don't don't have it there i and I understand me even before we even got married, you know I don't think it was a trust issue as much as that, but at the same time, it's just like certain things that what I'm accustomed to like like the emails and like um. Um, the phone, stuff like that, um, it, it, it it just became problems. And, and like, also with the kid's mother, sometimes it became problems as well because I know how to handle the kid's mother, and I understand that I dealt with the kid's mother for so long. And even though I brought her into the kid's life and everything, the kid's respect her and everything, but it just sometimes is it, it just best to me deal with it but sometimes that became problems uh i'm still dealing with them which i wasn't still dealing with it just sometimes you're just being accused sometimes when you're not being accused and you know it it just sometimes you just go out and um you just feel like your other partner just don't understand you and then you meet someone then you and then you start clicking and you start vibing and then um it's just like you know damn this person understand me i understand and then that's how things happen. That's how affairs happen. That's how cheating happens. And um, it's, it's no excuse for none of that. But that's, that's some of the things that trigger it as well because, like I said, throughout my life, you know, I was accustomed to it, seeing it. So it wasn't nothing for me to just to, like, fall back into my old habits.
1: Okay, I understand. Okay, so you saying she she started. You felt like you needed privacy with your emails and your phone and stuff like that. So basically, you would go out and just meet people because of that. It's got to be. No. it's, it's got to be a little bit. Mm-hmm.
2: No, no, not just because of that. Not just because of that. That's 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 like just one example. And when I when I say everybody's that been in a relationship, everybody knows what happens when you be in a relationship. Anything happen with I mean with, with with any type of argument or anything like that. When you don't see eye to eye, it's things that you know like a big argument or something like that. It's not that was one example, but it just like on many occasions um, that. You know things things happen and it just like you know you you're not understanding me you're not understanding me not knowing well
1: you know how I've been
2: raised and stuff like that and you know and it's very frustrating to me because I don't want to you know do these things and stuff like that it's just like very frustrating to me because I'm not you know just just want to do these things but it's just it's just very frustrating that you know we just couldn't see eye to eye on certain things and um and like basically we we have conversations and i let them know hey this what's going on you know with me and it's more like controlling sometimes and I'm a type of person that you 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 actually can't control me I mean we can compromise work things out but you know you you, you just can't control me you know, you just can't tell me, hey, this is controlling. That's that's that's, that's one thing I don't like, you know, and I, I don't think I will ever change that, you know, because I think people cannot control other people. You can compromise and understand that, that, you know, how they were raised and how they are, and they got certain standards as well. And, you know, by my standards, but she was showing love coming up. You showed that attachment. I didn't show that attachment when I was coming up. I didn't show love. You know, in my household, we didn't hug each other. We didn't say, I love you, uh, things like that. Uh, you know, how was your day? You know, um, talk about how your school was. It was it was nothing. It was, like, no emotion. It was just, like, we was there, you know. It was no emotion, no, no hugs, no kisses, no nothing. So me growing up, you know, as a as a man and a, a young a young man, it it, it became very frustrating when I, I couldn't become emotional attached. Then when I saw it with me and my wife together, then it was so easy for me to come detached because I never really experienced it. And so,
1: okay, now I can understand that part of it, but let me okay. So you saying, you know, I understand about the emotional attachment and all that, but think about what you just said. You said, you know, if you and your wife was going through something, um, you could go out and you could talk to somebody else, and they could say, I understand what you're going through. Right. Just think how easy it would be. I understand it's not always that easy, but if you can communicate with a total stranger, it seems like you would be able to communicate those same feelings to your wife. Mm, um, that's just no, my opinion. I, I, and
2: and no, go ahead. I can't. I I I totally disagree with that because if, if if I come to you and and I state of how we you know basically I come to you and say hey you know I know we having this issue we having this problem and X Y Z then you you stated back to me something off the wall and basically what what it normally boils down to sometimes is my demeanor. And her demeanor becomes totally different because I don't yell, I don't, I don't yell. I don't auger. And you know, and I feel like we both adults and we shouldn't have to auger to each other. We shouldn't have to raise our voice. And sometimes I feel like when you and your spouse are talking, the tone of your voice dictates how this conversation is going to go. And normally half of the times when I just want to come and talk, it just she just blow it out of proportion, you know, talking loud, you know, arguing and stuff. I, and the thing about that, that that's, that's that just like kills the whole conversation, kills my whole mood, you know, and it starts to feel like, well, I don't want to have a conversation with you because it feels like every time I want to have a conversation, I got to walk on eggshells and watch what I say because it's going to turn into an argument. That's what I mean about that. Okay.
1: Well let me ask you this. Are you still are you still in therapy now?
2: Yes, of course. Well no, no, not 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 right now. with with with, with all this uh, with the virus, uh with with, with with the corona going on and everything
1: now. Okay. So when is the last time you've been to to therapy?
2: Uh what's this day's May? It's May April. I wanna say I want to say the, the beginning of April, something like that.
1: Okay. And also, let me ask you. So, when, because I know you said it's, it's not that easy to communicate, basically, with her. What What did the um What did the therapist say about you guys? Like, or is that you know, was that off the record or talk about?
2: Well, well, basically, the therapist. Say that we we, we we both have to find a way to like well one, one get upset with the other, and um and basically she she gave me a book called the five Line language of love or something like that, and um it is basically teach you how to communicate with, your, with 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 your spouse, and um sometimes you know it, it's just that you have to take different approaches, like say for instance, and say for one thing I I realize that I could say, this is how I feel instead of just coming out and say, hey you know, just come out, you know I'm just saying, this is how I feel and when I say this is how I feel, that means this is how I feel, that don't mean this is how you make me feel, but this is how I feel, and that's some of the things I've been sharing with her as well in which our communication has got a lot better when we state to each other, well, this is how I feel you know Instead of this okay. is the way you make me feel, you know, and that's 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 where you, that's where it becomes, you know, this is how I feel instead of this is how you make me feel.
1: Okay, you know? now I do understand that part? And I'm familiar with what you're talking about when you say the five love languages. It's like giving affirmations and all that kind of stuff. I am familiar with that. Um, and so you guys, okay, so in the, in the two years, I know that you said um, that since you've been separated, in those two years, um, y'all communicate or see each other how often um, since you've I been mean, separated?
2: We, oh, we, we communicate all the time. We communicate all the time. We, we, we still take trips together. Um, I mean, we, we still do things together. I mean, I mean, we still celebrate uh, anniversaries. We still celebrate each other's birthdays. I mean, it's just that we just don't live with each other, you know, right now. You know, we still do everything together.
1: Okay. And, and within that two years, you both have been pretty much faithful during that two years?
2: Well, I mean, I, I don't know on her part. Or anything like that. I, I really don't know because I, I can say that she was as well. I mean I can say she she is because I don't know because I don't ask those questions. I just know that I have to work on myself. You know, I, I really don't know what she's doing, but I know we're communicating, we're talking better than we was before. So I mean, I, I don't I don't I don't worry about that part because I think I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. So I really don't worry about that part. I mean, but I can say that it, it is challenging at, 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 at times, you know, but.
1: Okay. And um, I had another question for you. Uh, let me just. Okay, so um so you saying okay, so with I'm I'm, now I'm gonna ask you this one and I just want you to answer it truthfully for me. So in these two years have you been with anyone else? That's that's the question.
2: Like been with anyone else within these two years. Well, I'm gonna tell you like this. From the beginning when we first separated when we first mm-hmm. separated, <clears throat> it was bad. So it when we first separated, yes, I I, I have, when in, in, in like when when we separated, um, but it didn't last long. I cut it off short, and then I'm like, you know, this ain't what I want. This ain't what I need, you know, because <clears throat> how can I work on myself and bring somebody else into it, you know? And this is where that got me got me where I'm at right now. So, after that, it's just like, I, I was just chilling, you know? So, okay. Because that's that's I mean, fair enough. Because, because, no, because basically it's just like, you know, when you separated and you've been together for 13 years and you like, damn, it's just like, you know, I wish we could have worked this out together and stuff like that. But here it is, I'm out of the tent for my. I mean, just all type of stuff just run through your mind. You know and it's like here we go again i'm out here by myself you know but at the same time i caused it on myself but at the same time i realized that you know by by being separated and still saying that i want my marriage and still dealing with somebody that's not the way to go about it
1: Okay, so I know you you said that, you know, you working on yourself now and you think pretty much if y'all were to get back together that um you you think that you would you're not gonna stray off again. What do you think the difference is now than it was back then? What do you think has changed in you from back then to to right now?
2: Well well right now, I mean, I, I really I really have a better understanding of myself, better self awareness, and I got more tools to work with than I had before by going to counseling and how how to deal with certain things when things occur, and um, how to like, you know, one approach like when we have a disagreement, you know, don't leave the house, you know, you can't leave the house because you already know if you leave the house. And you are mad with your spouse. I'm mad with my wife, and she's mad with me. You know, you know what? You know some of the things might occur. You know, you basically just talk it out. You know, it's nothing that bad that we can't talk about. Talk about it. If you, if 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 actually, if you can't resolve it right then and there, just revisit the. You know what I'm saying? The um, topic later. You know, and, and just carry on about your day, and don't let it ruin your day. You know, and don't let room the moment watch what, what you have. You know, because I mean, marriage is marriage. Marriage is work. That's why and I and that's why I'm, I'm understanding marriage is work. Any man that want their marriage, they'll fight for it. You know, I could have been gone. She could have been gone. I'm, I'm still here. She's still there. So evidently, we still love each other. And so I'm 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 going to put in the work to be that man that I'm supposed to be. For her as well, and um, and everything I learned and everything that I team I'm gonna share with her as well.
1: Okay. Now I know you talked about um, I know you talked about too. You you were saying how you know some of the issues you had was like you feel like you needed your privacy, like my email is my email, my password is my password. Said y'all get back together now, and it comes up. You know she's like, well. Would 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 you be willing to give her the password password to your phone? Or, I mean, it's nothing wrong with you having your own your own thing in in a relationship. You know, you, you shouldn't have to give you know every password to everything. But say you guys got back together and she said, okay, let's do this. Let's exchange phones, and you know, I want your password. You give me your password. Would you be comfortable with that?
2: I mean, yes, I'll be comfortable with it because if if, if if that's going to give her peace of mind, if that's going to like bring her trust me more, because right now it's more that I got to earn her trust back. It's just, it's just like, I just can't go back and say, here, I I did all these great things. Here, set me for what it is. I got to earn my trust back now, you know, because once the trust is gone, it's gone. So I got to earn my trust back. So, I mean, emails, phone, you know, you got it. If you want it, she can have it.
1: Okay. And um after after the show last week we talked a little bit and you were saying it's something deeper, it's something deeper too that went on. Do you wanna share some of those things um tonight? What what was it that you were talking about? What did you mean by that? You were saying uh, well, it's I, deeper than just
2: Well, well well, you know, I mean everybody who been out there cheating in the cheating world and, been indulging some things, and sometimes you get pulled to the dark side, and sometimes it it it, it becomes. I mean, it, it it just becomes like a like like a hobby, and, and if I can say, it, to me, it became a hobby, you know, you know, I, I I did it in my past, in my past, just to do it sometimes. You know, and just because I know I could do it, just because I saw no wrong in doing it, that's when I saw no wrong in doing it. That's before I got married. Anything. That's when the four kids came about. That's when I was in my twenties. You know, it just you experience a lot of things in life, and you know, sexual things. I mean, it it just um, some everybody's different. So you know. It's all, it's just like, and it's up to you just like to explain all that to your spouse, explain all that to your wife, your husband, what all you've been through, what all you've been exposed to, and they can understand, you know. Sometimes, you know, in the bedroom, okay, you need to spice it up a little bit. I'd have been exposed to X, Y, or Z before we met. I did this, did this. Okay, you've been exposed to this, or this, you know, so, you know, what each other like, and so sometimes that 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 can become an issue as well.
1: And you know what, I have talked to um, other other men about you know cheating before or whatever, and I noticed that a lot of them that that's a big issue. It's usually something missing as far as uh, like your, your situation is is a little bit different because a lot of, a lot of men when you speak to them, if they have cheated one time or another. It's usually because of sex, uh, not or lack of at home, or or not getting exactly what well, they want, or well, something like that. Well, well,
2: the thing about it is, I, I can, I can, I can, I can like, um, like vouch on that because, I mean, you know, after a while, that I got put on a like a time schedule, you know, like okay, once a week, twice a week, and like okay. Uh I mean, needed more than once a week, needed more than twice a week. And so, you know, that became an issue as well in our marriage as well. You know.
1: But you but you talked to her about
2: it. Yes, yes. That's good.
1: And you guys couldn't come to some type of agreement?
2: Uh, I mean, we, we did uh it's I mean, it, it, in a way we didn't, in a way we did, but it 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 never worked out the same way because you know uh, I work you know a long I work a lot, a lot of hours as well and um, and it, it'd be sometimes you know I'm tired I, I don't want to do this I don't not me on her part you know I'm tired you know this is what you want that's all you want you know it, it it just like I feel like you know as a man that you know when it comes to having sex with your wife or anything, you know, that's, she, she's the first one you should come to. And then if you just getting shoot down and like, damn, damn, and then you start to guess in yourself, you know, damn, does she find me attractive anymore? Do you and then you like, you know, you just be guessing, like saying some things, the same sometimes the women be doing the same thing, you know, you know, damn, I mean, I remember before, you know, we, before we got married, like, every time, bam, 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 I understand that, you know, women have things to do just as well as men have stuff to do as well. You know, I can work a whole 15, 12 hours a day, and I can still come home and, and still perform.
1: But, uh... Well, I think that's why... uh Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, 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 you're good, you're fine. I'm sorry, I was gonna say, I, I think that's why um, date nights, and like you mentioned earlier, the love languages, all those things are important and keeping, and like you said, marriage, marriage is, is really hard work. So, you know, you got to keep it spicy. You got to come up with a date night. You got to dress up sometime and go out. You got to do all those things. Um, yeah, yeah, and before boy. you go out looking, I think it's important, you know, hey, this is what we need to do. Y'all sit down and talk about that, those things.
2: But yeah, but, but you know, by I come to find out that after after you know going through counseling and stuff like that, and um, that men and women are totally different. I mean, men can be turned on just like this sometimes. Women sometimes you have to warm them up to be turned on. You know, like you have to, t- like you said, date now. You you have to take a more more of of a romantic approach. You know then, you know, they'll be, you know, be be more turned on than be like, hey, you know, you jump out of the shower, like, okay, babe, I'm ready to do it. No, sometimes some women are not really turned on by that. You know, but... Um, the
1: point.
2: I think each exactly, person is so different
1: in that sense.
2: Exactly, so then that's why I say you, 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 you have to learn your mate and what turns them on and what turns them off, and that will be the key to your your sexual life and your relationship.
1: Well, right. like I said, it's it's up to both of you to keep it keep it keep it spicy. Um stay communicating. Um if if one or the other one is constantly going out, hey, 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 we need to sit down and we need to talk. We need to figure some things out. We need to be going out together. You need to be focusing right. on me. So you gotta you gotta look at all those things. Um Correct. So so at this point, though, I know you say you guys are talking, you guys are doing all that. So uh, I'm hoping that, you know, sometime in the future, you guys get it together. But I think another um, important thing, and somebody had brought this up last week in the chat uh, room. They had said, uh, um, would you ever consider talking to your family about the infidelity that has gone on? Uh, seems like um, a long time within your family. So you guys can, well, you you might be the one that break it, you know, at this point, um, even though you've had some trouble. Um, that might be something you might consider doing in the, you know, sometime in the future, talking to them about about it. It might not change their minds, but, you know, it's something that you gotten off your chest and let them know it has affected you. Well, I'm sure they know that at this point, but would I you mean,
0: consider doing
2: I mean, I mean, if anything, I won't. Like, if anybody I would talk to, I I would actually talk to my mom. You know, that's that's someone I would sit down and have a you know talk with once you know once I get where I'm supposed to be. And um, you know, and she'll probably understand. She, I think she will understand. And you know, um, why you know I had these troubles in my relationship, which you know she probably don't know why I'm having these troubles. And, You know, and she probably wants me and her to sit down and and we sit down and, and we'll revisit the past and then, you know what, and I might shine some new light on her and I'm like, oh, wow, I didn't even know that all this was going on and you've been introduced to this, you know, because sometimes people just live for the moment don't understand the effect that it has on their kids, you know? So that's why, you know, kids are always watching when you don't think they're watching. That's true. So, so, so and, how do you, I
1: mean, can I know your kids are your kids are grown, right? I know college age yeah. and and everything. Yeah, so uh, how do they? I'm pretty sure you see them with their, you know, boyfriends or or girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do they interact with their?
2: Um, well, well, the thing about it the, is that uh, my 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 twins, they're they're more focused on their career than anything. They're more career driven, and um, and they say that everything you know that they can have now, I can wait. You know, they're they're just trying to get their degree, you know, future, their future, and everything in place, so everything else can fall in place. You know, and that's something I've been preaching to them from from when they was in, ever since they got to high school, middle school, and everything. You know, because I made some mistakes in life as well that they can learn from my mistakes because, you know, if they can learn from my mistakes, they don't have to make the same mistakes as well. So, yeah. um, but, you know, my, my oldest daughter, um, she, she don't take dating that serious because she's more about, you know... Getting her degree and everything, but my baby daughter, you know, she had a baby and everything, and and she just thought everything was over with. But I influenced her, encouraged her. She went back to school. She still worked and everything, but she worked and she still go to school. You know, just because you had the baby, that don't stop nothing. So, and um, uh, and I mean, she she had her downfalls with that, but um. Uh, I, I just trying to be that positive person in their life, and, um, and I, I just feel like I just can't be that positive person like right now in their life. If I'm continue doing the same thing that I was doing when I was in my twenties and in my thirties, you know, you know, I mean, I always been there for them, but at the same time, I can tell them and tell them and tell them. But if they see me doing different, then what do that mean
0: to them? Okay.
1: Well, thank you for that, and we do have um, some questions for you, Um, and we'll get those in just a second. I don't think we. I can't see the chat room right now, so I don't know if there's anything in there. But I'm here.
3: Yeah, the chat room is rather quiet right now, but. I have been gathering questions since last week, and um, Brian, this is um, Dr. C here, and uh, I think that um, I hope you're ready for these questions because I'm 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 kind of like the very direct individual, and one thing that I there's a couple things that I want to um, ask you about and comment on, of course. Um, the first thing is that. I understand that you wanted to come back because you said that there was more to tell. The problem is I'm not too sure that you told what it is that you came to tell because I, it's almost like I'm hearing this almost the same thing that I heard last week. So when you say, um, I can go down the list, for instance, when you said that you didn't hug in your family and all of that, I don't think that there's another family almost in the world that that was so disconnected than one that I grew up in. There was no love. There was no respect. There was no, the same things that you saw, I saw as well. Now, um, for me, I got to a certain age where I knew that something was very wrong. And I had one of two choices, go out there and become another whole skank and doing that with married men and hanging out, or I could choose to go down another route. And like the caller said last week, what I'm still not quite hearing is the accountability. And another thing is you spoke about um, going to the dark side. Could you delve a little deeper into what that dark side was? Because I think that the premise for this is for you to become free. And with Mother's Day coming up, um have you atoned with the babies, with the mothers of your four children? Have you um, asked for forgiveness? Uh, and could you delve a little deeper in? Because when when you're in a marriage and someone, um, and you're not getting along with your spouse, it's almost like it was second nature for you to say, okay, I'll go to the bar. And we know that when we're in that atmosphere, you have the thirsty thoughts out there who are there to tell you everything that you want to hear. So I'm trying to, 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 to get this timeline together and to see where you are. And one thing that you said, did you say that your counselor is a she?
0: Yes, correct.
3: I just think that it would be better for you to have a male counselor But, again, you distinctly said that we're different, females and males, and I think that sometimes what you didn't have growing up, maybe you should align with as an adult, because sometimes men do better if they get those life skills from another male, which is what you're trying to instill in your sons now. But, again, sometimes I think that we as adults, we have to align with the people that understand where we've been and what we're going through and have that same mindset to help us to get to that next level. What do you think about that?
2: Well, well, you know what? I'm, I'm going to address you on, on different occasions, on different options you have. And, and I feel like you say that my counselor is a she. It, 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 to me, it doesn't feel like it's a she or he or a shem. And it doesn't matter if if this person is qualified for the job and they can listen to me and give me some good advice. Because you have some men out there, they can tell you this and tell you that, and they can do something totally different. So my my, my counselor, she's a woman. So, therefore, I feel like that I will get the best feedback from a woman because I'm doing this to a woman as a man, he might justify with me more and agree with me more because he is a man. So I would probably not get that forceful feedback from him as I would get back from a female. So that's why I prefer a female counselor because what I'm doing and what my action is is towards a female. And secondly, the dog side. When I say the dog side it's okay. We grew up not having much in life. We grew up poor, stuff like that. And sometimes I had to make ends meet for myself, for my family. Of course I went to school, mm-hmm. high school. You know, basically my family side is a whole different side of 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 of, of people. And we we indulge in a lot of things. And I saw a lot of things on that side saw a lot of drug dealing I saw a lot of things sold drugs and we I did a lot of things and within that lifestyle of fast money come fast women and comes with no respect already with the dealing of the fact that I already was dealing with things on my mother's side as well mm-hmm. so that, I would explain that as the, as, as the dark side to me that's, that's the dog side Because If anybody knows What comes with that it's a whole different Level of lifestyle And for secondly Me Asking forgiveness For The, the kid's mother And stuff like that. My, my kid's mother They moved on They, they married One been married twice Separated Other been still married We are good We've been friends Ever since 1997 And we are still friends We don't argue We don't fuss We are still On one accord so I I don't have to really ask for forgiveness cuz they know who I am and they know everything that happened back with the kids that I stood by them when they had them kids and I took care of the kids. So I mean I, I don't think I have to ask for their forgiveness for anything.
3: I think that I I few things that you said in this. You said that if you had a male counselor, you think that he might almost side with you and justify what you're doing. And in that respect, that's not a good counselor at all. If he's siding with you and say, yeah, man, you know what, you know, bros before hoes, that's not a professional in any way, form, or exactly. fashion. Exactly. So,
0: and
2: that's, that's, that's but, but what I'm saying. Because the thing about it is, that I can get so deep with him that he will understand me and he will side with me. But as a female, you're going to challenge me on everything I said and everything I did because you are a female and your feelings are going to get involved with it. And you're going to bring out that sensitive side and let me know as a woman, I am not supposed to be treated like this because now it becomes personal to you.
3: And I'm going to not, get that back. Not that, that counselor is on that. No, no, Brian, no. 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 Counselors, no. no. It <laughs> should never become personal. That's number one. And number two, I keep hearing you telling me, you know, I want you to tell me that she's going to get personal and it's going to get this way and you shouldn't treat me <laughs> this way. That counselor, if she's talking into me, again, she's the wrong person for you as well. But my thing is this even though you don't feel as though you should say you're sorry, you had four children. Oh, we got a big comment over in this chat room in a moment. But even though you don't feel as though you should say you're sorry and you all are on one accord, if I told you right now, as a professional, say you're sorry anyway, would you do it?
2: No. Because the thing about it is your title will make me feel any type of way because my relationship with them is totally different. Because as a professional, you as a professional, you've been you went to school, you've been taught this and everything. I live this. And I know them as well as I
3: lived it they too. They know me. I lived it too. Okay.
2: Okay, That's so what therefore I just told you. if so you lived it too so therefore you can realize and you can relate to it. So it's kinda of personal to you also. It's personal.
3: It's personal to me on a level where I'm not here as your coach, your counselor, anybody. But what I'm saying is that when you talk about the infamous dark side, been there, done that, saw it, um, didn't hug, didn't have any of that to this day, my family knows that. You know, I'll tell my family now that it's hard for me to tell them that I love them. It's hard for me to hug people. It's hard for me to do all of that. But as someone... Mm -hmm who was involved with player players back in the day as well. Mm-hmm. If I had a child, whether we're on good terms, because even, you know, the child that I gave birth to, before his father and I died, before his father and I died, before his father died, we were on a good accord. But in the mm-hmm. end, we had so, sort of like the same conversation about, let's talk about so, the past, so, just because we were on good so, accord. So, now, this is so, just so, things so, that I'm posting.
2: So, 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 so you saying you saw you see what you said before you and your your uh, your, your kid father before he passed. You know, I never experienced that. I never saw my mother and my father together, so I never seen that. You know what I'm saying? So I never experienced that, and so therefore that's no excuse, and that's why I raised the kids the best way. I have four kids. I haven't had kids ever since 1998. So that's, that's what 30, 30 some years. You know, I had no more kids since then, you know? So, I mean, that was something going on with me personally.
3: Right. Let let me get to, let me get to the comments over in the, um, in the chat room. When I was going to counseling, I realized that my counselor was right for for me, and she gave me the feedback that made sense in regards to my marriage to my ex-husband. However, she asked for me to bring him to the session, and when, when I did, she held back a lot of what she suggested for him As opposed to what she had said to me in sessions prior When I went to the next session and questioned why she didn't address everything she said she would address She said I didn't want to scare him off He doesn't seem to like confrontation And all that he felt as though he hadn't done anything wrong Because she never addressed it And he he never felt the need to go back because he said she didn't say anything was wrong, so I'm fine when in actuality a lot was wrong. And that's one comment in the chat room. Another one is, I'm I'm sorry is not for you. Your children and wife may not expect an apology um, from because they know you too well and know that you will never give it. It may actually be because they feel You will never take accountability for your actions And back again Basically when it comes to males Some female counselors will hold back When dealing with um, When dealing with a male As opposed to a male counselor who is a man And can call a man on his BS I myself know from my parents That they will never give me the apology That is owed For the things that they had done That damaged my self-esteem So I had to come To the understanding That the apology that I must accept Is the one that will never be given It's sad That I have to have That mentality And so I guess that um, To sum it up Do you think that whether they've spoken it or not, that your children may feel that way?
2: No. Actually, me and and, and my kids have a great relationship. We have a perfect relationship. We spend time together. We do things together. Me and my kids have a relationship that me and my father never had. And I vow to them ever since I had kids, I'm going to be everything to them that my father wasn't to me. And that turned out to be the best decision I ever made. So me and my Mm -hmm. kids are are good. They know everything about me. Not one secret they don't know.
0: Mm
3: hmm And I understand that because um, my dad wasn't around either. So didn't have a dad, didn't really have a mom either. Um, Our stories in some respects are very similar. Um, But I'm like the, the, uh, uh, the commenter in the chat room is that me as a grown adult now, I had to realize that I'll never get that apology. That should have happened when I was, you know, a child of sin born out of wedlock. And then to discover that I wasn't even child number three, I'm child number four. And a lot of things that you've said that you witnessed as a child, so did I. And the secrets and lies will never come to light in my family alone. But in the same breath, uh, just like the, um, the commenter in the chat room said, that that little child inside is still missing something. But if you said that you're perfect, so I'm not sure where we can go with that when, um, if that's how you feel and you don't see where there's um, room for, uh, when you said you're perfect, when you're perfect, there's no room for growth because you're at the peak of everything. So, I don't know if that's the word that you chose, that you really meant to use, but um, we're going to go back to the uh, chat room um, because there's a lot of comments coming here. And Simo, if you want to read some of these, feel free. Um, I'm just trying to get the comments from last week, um, some -hmm. of the questions and comments that came in from last week for you. Uh, Brian, and um, we still do have a lot going on over in the show chat room as well. Okay, over in the
1: chat room it says, you are speaking for your children. Why don't you ask them if there was anything that you've done that they ever felt some kind of way about? Um, You do not know what is going through your child or wife's mind unless you ask. You do not seem to be taking accountability for your actions.
2: I I really don't understand how I'm not taking accountability for my action. For one, if I wasn't taking accountability for my action, I would never went to counseling. I would say nothing is wrong with me. I'm perfectly fine. The system that I was built, was raised on and built on, works for me. That's one. I took accountability to that. For two, I wouldn't take the the accountability to set my kids down and talk to my kids. Remember, my kids are 22 and 21. So I'm taking accountability to it. I'm taking accountability that I cheated. I admit to that. How many men that sit there and admit to their wrongs? I admit to everything. That's accountability. I, my accountability is self-awareness that I know where I went wrong at. That's accountability. So your accountability and my accountability is two different, two different definitions. So I don't understand.
1: Okay. Alright, I think that is it for the chat. That's so all Brian, where do you, right you see
3: where do you see yourself going? I mean, what's your game plan? Uh do you have a timeline or or um Actually actually yeah. I do have, have a timeline. Actually, actually 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 me and my wife we talked the other day. I
2: mean we We have a timeline, I mean, after all this is over with I mean our timeline is like august i mean we we're gonna see how things go by August, and then we're gonna come to a conclusion
3: good to know, good to know um,
1: that is good to know. Um, and I know that a, a lot of uh, the comments, I see a lot of people said they were, I guess, holding on or wanted apologies from parents and stuff like that. Um, and it seems with you and your kids, like you said, you talk to them about everything. I think um, in our age range, our parents are, are much older. And it's a lot of people exactly. they just, they just are not willing, they're not willing yeah. to talk about
0: kids.
2: Exactly. Exactly.
1: Yeah, right? no, no oh, exactly.
2: Father. If I if 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 I go to my parents and say, hey, you know, this is how I am, whatever, whatever. Y'all owe me an apology. I mean, the answer I might get from them is gonna be crazy, you know. But I just gotta know that, you know, I gotta let my kids know the truth about me. I gotta let them know my standards, what I expect. I ain't the person that. You see a painting of stuff like that. I am, you know, your dad, and you uh, know, and I want the best for you, and I love you, you know. And I tell my kids every day, I love you. I mean, if I if I don't call them, I text them. I love you, you know. I I, I travel, like my boys, they they, they they don't play ball, you know. I mean, I travel six hundred miles just to see one one, one of the games. They didn't even know I was going to show up. And I was sitting behind the bleachers, and the smile that was on their face. I played high school ball. My my my, my kids, my 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 father never came to one of my games. For me to saw them smile the way they smiled, and I know that I was gonna be there, you know, I knew I was doing something right with them. It was another
1: comment
2: in the chat. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's that's why I say that sometimes, you know. You know, my father wasn't there, and I didn't use it as a crutch for not to be there for my kids, and I use it as a tool to be everything for my kids that my father wasn't for me, because I know how I know how it felt for him not to be there, and I did not want them to feel the same way I felt, so that's why I, I know I'm good on that part.
3: Brian, have thing. you have have your uh, have your children ever asked you why you didn't stay with or marry their moms?
2: No, no, no. They they
0: they all understand
2: that we was we was young, and um, you know they're to an age now that their moms married, has boyfriend, has fiance, so it's it's almost like. And in, in, in relative, they all know they were born the same year, and stuff like that, so they they, 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 they understand, and I, I told them everything. I understand how it happened, when it happened, you know, and their mother tell them it's the same story, so it's the same you know, and we good
3: so you have a set of twins and a twin boys and mm-hmm. what are the other two children? One girls. is a girl. At least one is a girl. No, no. Two girls and two boys. Two girls and two boys. And the boys are twins. Yes, correct. So you got three women pregnant at the same time, more or less. Is that how it goes? Mm-hmm. Or two women. Okay, three, three women. Yes, okay. Three. Yeah. Okay. And I do understand. Don't get me wrong. I, I, me. Now this is me personal talking. I do understand the power of looking up. The, your son's looking up and and seeing you there, because I've looked plenty of times and never saw anybody there. So I understand um, what you're saying, and I think that the point the point of. Um, what I think a lot of the listeners were looking for between last week and this week is to delve a little deeper in, I guess, how you, you came to the self-actualization where you are now and how you look at this and how you look at the plan for the future. Because uh, you said that August is it. Um, what What... Are you all work? Are you all working towards something in August, like coming back together? Or are you just going to live your lives until August and then sit down and say, "Yeah, I'm not feeling us getting back together again"? Mm. So, you, no, you know, no, is the plan no, no, in we, place with a set goal?
2: No, exactly. The plan has always been set for the set goal. We 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 um actually um uh, Sunday we we actually been together Sunday we we actually had a date date night Sunday and everything. So, um, I mean we 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 put work in progress. And um so August is flagged like is we're gonna move back right together and which is not gonna be my place, uh or our place or whatever, we're gonna move to a whole different place. Which you know, which makes sense, I understand. You know. Right. And um so we'll we'll see what
1: happens. well it sounds like it sounds like a plan i hope I hope that works out um for you um, and the the only other question in there was what's the significance with all this in the chat room and you pretty much explained that just now that's, just, that's the yeah, timeline but, for yeah but
2: i i I just like to like to tell everybody that's listening you know. You know, you 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 know what's right. You know what's wrong. You know, you know what what it takes to make it work. And to the men, you know, it don't mean that you go to counseling that you're weak or you don't understand yourself. It that means you you're getting self-awareness. You know, right. There's some things about counseling that I went to that I didn't know about myself. You know, And then counseling just helps me Not only deal with my relationship Like my relationship with my wife It helps me deal with Today as As I go among the world As I go to work As I deal with people It helps me to deal with Different things And look at things different It opens your mind To different aspects Of life Instead of having a closed box, it just opens everything up. Just seeing everything for what it is and just having that one perspective of this is how it's supposed to be, this is how it's going to be. No, you understand, okay, maybe this is how it worked for him, but I don't understand it. But at the same time, I'm not going to judge him. You know, at the same time, you know, I, 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 mean, I mean, I mean, it 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 pays off if you really, you know, any relationship, any marriage. I mean, and I and I say, counseling before marriage is very important. I I, I can't express that more than anything. Counseling before marriage is very important. You know.
1: See you and I was sitting um, I was as I was listening to y'all talking and, and I was even in the chat room I was listening to the different you know everybody had something different to say about you know when they were growing up their childhood and stuff I can I can think of some things that happened in my childhood like when I was in kindergarten my mom didn't come to my graduation when I was in sixth grade she wasn't there she wasn't she wasn't there for my senior graduation right and we we sometimes we carry these things into adulthood, um, but each person I guess it affects them differently. You understand what I'm Correct. saying? So yeah, you're right. you're the right. effect you're right. that it has on you, it might not have the same effect on me, or the same thing with um, Doctor C and the yeah. you know person who, uh, yeah. who was it, TJ yeah. D, yeah, you, that you, was in the, um, yeah. in the chat room. Yeah. And I'm just I'm just sitting here yeah. thinking yeah. it's kind of mm. hard to you can compare it but
0: yeah, yeah, yeah it is it is it, it, very hard
2: thing. it's very hard yeah. it's very hard when you you know you in high school and you got parent night you know and everybody else on your team you got four, you you got 12 to 14 players and out of those 14 players you got 12 or 11 players that got parent they got their father and their mothers and the other 3 only got one mother you know what I'm saying? So I had to go through that for for five years because I played for a, 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 a bas basketball ever since I was in eighth grade. So I had to go through that for five years that my mother was only there for me for parent night. Like, you know, and it right. and it was hurtful to like like one of my friends like you know, damn, I, I thought your daddy was dead. I me never heard nothing about him in school and nothing like that. And you know it's just like when I went home recently. You know, then, you know, I caught up with him, you know, you know, uh, me and him hung out and stuff like that. Went by one of my friends' house whatever. He's like, damn, I thought your dad was there. He ain't never heard about him. I'm like, damn. And it kind of, like, brought me to reality. He's like, you know what? He, he's right. <laughs> in, in a sense, he was, because he was never there. You know? But
1: I was, was kind of saying that, too, to say this. Yeah. Now... Since that happened to you when you was younger, you kind of made it a point for always or try to be there for your kids like always, right? Always, try yes,
2: to. always. And, right. and then and then and, and and basically basically that's why I'm taking the initial steps to go to counseling, do everything I need to be for to be that husband, to be that great man. Not even you know say for instance if we don't even work out. To be together anymore, but I'm still gonna be that great friend to her. I'm still gonna be that great man for whoever. I'm still gonna be that great man for myself because I deserve this for myself. You know, not for anybody else. I ain't doing it because I wanna get back with my wife. I'm doing it because I need this self inner peace. And once I find that self inner peace, that's why I know I can be the man I wanna to be to my wife. It called inner peace, and that's then that's what I need, and that's what I'm searching for, and that's what I'm aiming for. So once I conquer that, then I know that me and my wife are going to be good.
1: Okay, and wait a minute. I mean, let me read this comment. One of the most commendable things when in search of who you are is to seek counseling. I tell people all the time that we must take care of our mental health just as we take care of our physical health physical health if we have symptoms that things are going wrong in the body we go to a doctor if we have issues with our psyche we have to seek counseling so i commend you for taking that step grow from that and be better for yourself and others and that's that's a good piece of advice um nice. but just like i was saying earlier um the way like I said, the way you you are you interact with your kids and you're a part of their life, that's great. And then you're going to counseling. Everybody, believe it or not, some people, when they're growing up, if it's an absent parent or, you know, absent parent, um, they're not around that much. And they, you know, they, they become adults and they have kids. It seems like that they would always be a part of their kid's life, but that's not always the case. Sometimes they repeat that same behavior. You understand what I'm saying?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That their um, parents did. You know, they they're not a part of their kid's life. So, you know, it 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 just depends on the person. That that was the point I was trying to make. May yep. yep. I interject and say this? I think that
3: with 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 Brian's story, it, it's 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 multifaceted because Brian, what you've done here is that you've spoken about a lot of things that a lot of listeners can relate to. And in doing so, you've also spoken about, and, like, tonight you came closer to talking about the dark side, and, and again, just as the um, poster in the chat room said, I totally agree with you because I tell anybody, I became everything that I did not see in my mother. I became the opposite in every single way, and... You know, for me, as I said, even for me, speaking personally, there was no looking over in the bleachers and seeing dad or looking out there when you're reaching a milestone like graduation and seeing dad out there or something to that effect. So you've caused people to relive their childhoods and their journeys. So... That's why I think I asked you last week, are you looking to become a motivational speaker or someone who will talk to um, others about your journey? Because one of the things that people need in this world, number one is more African-American males who can tell their stories and be very transparent about it. Because a lot of kids now still don't have it. And one of the things is that this problem, that many of us have experienced, including yourself, is that it becomes generational. And there's not enough leaders left right now to tell the people how to break that generational curse. So if whatever is working for you, and if I'm understanding correctly, you are discovering who you are now and trying to become the best person you can be in this journey so that you can live your best life, if if not for you and your wife, for yourself as an individual, so that the next woman that comes along in your life, you're going to be the absolute best support for her down the road, whether it's your wife or whether it's someone else, because at this point you all don't know where you're going to go. And I like the fact that you've gone back to the beginning because whoever you're emerging and becoming – I'm sure that she's becoming someone else, too. So now you all are back to square one and starting the dating process over again, which is another concept that I like. So, you know, again, if that's what's working, you should. You should take this story, get as transparent with your life as you can, write a book, but people, you know, get out there and, and tell your story to other people. Become that mentor because there are a lot of grown people who still have the little child inside who's still hurting. And to hear you tell the story, it's like, how did you get to that point? And it's going to have to be piecemeal to people because people need to understand this, not just on the surface, but to delve deeply so that you can teach people how to heal from their wounds as well. You, you, you know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, I understand that. Yeah. But, um, uh, one one way that I'm I'm reaching back because like I said that um, I played ball in high school I I, I play basketball so actually I coach A basketball so last year I coached um 13 and 14 so they're more older guys so I it was on a more mature level and. And, and 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 to me to see because I'm now I've been coaching for a while but I actually stopped because of my job but I just started back in two years um, actually two years ago, so so now it's just like I see how many single mothers it is with 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 the kids but at the same time that don't stop me for like doing what I'm supposed to do with the kids because I, I I I know these are young men and. And I talk to them. I care about them. And before I start practice, I ask them, how was your day? How was school? You know. I mean, maybe some of them don't get that at home. Simple things like that would, like, say, okay, somebody care about me. You know, I did that last year with the kids, and all my kids, they love me. The mother loved me, but at the same time, and this year, I didn't coach until 13, 14. I coached 7, 8. So I went a little lower. And with the response, it was more single moms than anything. And it, it, it just, like, it hurt me to my heart because I was one of those kids. So that's why I take coaching very seriously because I can connect with them. You know, you got the grandmas, you got the moms, and you you, you got the aunties, the godparents, but where's the dad? You know, and, and I I mean, it's just like sometimes you you don't understand how very important that father figure is to you to make you do something different in your life. You know, a mom can only be a mom. And a dad knows how to be a dad, but you know, at the same time, it's it just like I, I I did take that step. I am coaching AAU basketball, and I love it. And you know, that's where I do good, my coaching and everything. I I, I mentor through coaching.
3: Whatever it takes to connect, and and you know that's one of the best ways to connect with these kids, um, is through sports, and um, you know me, I do it on the academic end. But I like it lit- literally had a single mom walk up to me and say, "These kids aren't interested in academics; they want to play sports because they want to get out there on the NBA." I said, "You know the the statistics." speaking, you know, some of these kids may not get to that point, but when you're talking about the single moms out there, uh, do you ever sit down with them and see where their mindset is, where their children are concerned, especially their male children um, in specific? Do you ever... Have heart-to-heart conversations with the single moms of the children that you coach.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do, I do, I do, I do, and I mean, some of them are actually grand, 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 grandmothers of the kids. Uh, they have their kids uh, of their their daughter or their sons, and uh, you know some of the kids. Their mother and their father is deceased, and the grandmother is the only one they, that's taking care of them. You know, right? So, you know, like before this coronavirus hit, I had seven, eight kids, and I mean, we was we was eight and old. Oh, and I love these kids because a lot of the kids that was given to me, a lot of coaches didn't want them because they had problems, behavior problems, and
0: everything.
2: Mm-hmm. And and actually, I took them. I took them because I love them because that means you don't understand these kids. Right. And these kids became one of the best players with seven and eight. I mean, we was waxing everybody because I had a connection with them. It's not because I coached them. I had got a connection with them. Once you get connection with anybody, they're going to trust you. So anything I tell them, they trust me. And you know, like for the kids' birthdays and stuff like that, I mean, I stop by the house, I bring a cake and I mean, it's just something that I'll probably do for them, and you know it just it's just something that I enjoy doing, but yeah, with me, with younger guys, older guys twenty in their twenties or their thirties, i mean they they need to know more about life and what they've been taught because, you know, where I'm from or where I'm at right now, I'm from a different place, and where I'm at right now is, is totally crazy, you know. And right now where I'm at is just like some people never left the city, and they just think this is where, what it is, and this is what it's about. know, um, their dreams been killed ever since they was a kid. they never had dreams. They know a dream, right. you know.
1: And yes, I'm sorry, you got two two, two more comments in the chat room. It says, things that some take for granted mean the world for those who are not hearing, seeing, or feeling those same things. It's good to hear that you breathe life into these kids in a way that wasn't afforded to you. That's how you break the cycle. And another one, I agree, women can raise a great person, but a woman cannot raise a man. That's something only a stand-up man can do. Which unfortunately is lacking in our community.
0: That's I
2: agree. true. I agree. But I mean, at the same time, I mean, I, I have to, you know, I, I, I mean, I got all these accolades who want to be this, you know, this coach and everything. But at the same time. I mean, I made a vow to my wife, and I made a vow from God that, you know, I'm gonna be this man who I'm supposed to be. You know, in the process of me doing everything else for everything for everybody else, I gotta, I'm, I'm working on myself at the same time. So, I mean, I mean, it, it's, I'm not, I'm not saying that I'm proud of everything I did. I'm not proud of everything I did. It's just that I'm aware of everything I did, and I know it was wrong. And I just wanted to bring it to the light because a lot of men don't talk about it. They want to push it under the rug and say, it's going to go away. It's not going to go away. Because whoever you be with and whatever person or you know, who you marry it's going to resurface. Sooner or later, it's going
0: to resurface.
2: You might as well deal with that demon, put that demon out the closet, and just be who you are.
0: And be who you try to be, you know, uh, you know just you know, you, you just can't, you, you, just, you just can't
2: just put scrubs and bones in claws closet and just think it's going to go away. You're going to have to deal with
1: it. And that's um Yep. That's all commendable. All right, well I think we um we talked about we covered a lot of a lot of topics this evening and, and got some more um questions answered. And I hope um going forward, um, you know, you continue to go to counseling and I hope your wife joins you in some of those sessions as well.
2: Yeah.
1: And keep on friends. Yeah, it, the yeah. yeah
2: it, it's like I say, it's not all about just cheating. It's about your childhood as well. I mean, hurt, pain, and you know, lifestyle. It, it all has a mix of everything. That that fuse that cheating. It's it just you know you have you know you gotta have some fuel in the tank. You know I, I realize that people just ain't gonna do this unless they got some fuel in the tank. You know so. I mean, it, it, it just comes from all angles, all aspects, and it's all to the listeners and, you know, to whoever who listen and everything. It's just like, you know, just understand your mate, you know, talk to him. But sometimes he or she just ain't herself. Sometimes she just ain't find that time just to talk to you about what went on in our life or what went on in his life, you know. Maybe he can, he loves you more than anything, and she loves you more than anything. But, you know, there's some things that hinder him or hinder her from talking to you.
1: But I think, um, just like Dr. C said earlier, I think that, you know, since, since you guys have been apart, y'all have probably grown, evolved. Um, you're probably more on the same page now. Um, you're planning something for August. And I, I think communication will probably be so much better for you guys as well now because you, you've had that time to yourself, and it gets you, stuck, you get to know yourselves better. And like she said earlier, evolve and grow together. Um, and then, you know, you're coming up with a plan for your future. So all these things are very important to yeah, you. Thank you. I love
2: yeah, but, the thing about it is, I mean, you see more i mean, I mean, <clears throat> when that time come around, when things all we you know make our decisions, lose that or whatever, I mean it's up to you or whatever i mean i, I wouldn't mind having both of us on I mean once and once everything get official and stuff like that,
1: okay. and then y'all might be able to counsel for couples. Sometimes, you know, as everything works out,
0: you never know. Yeah, we never know. Never know. Never know. But it's a
3: process. You have to it's work the yes. It is. Are you all learning new things about each other now? Uh, Doing your date yes, nights and things like that?
2: Yes, yes, we are. We learn new things about each other. Um, I mean, to to me that I I I, I actually cook more now. So, she find that very very fascinating because I never used to cook as much. You now I can cook, and she like, oh my god, I didn't know you can cook this. Your food tastes so good. You know, I always had it in me because, you know. Always be in the kitchen with my grandmother when she was cooking, so I never did explore it. So that's one of the things that living by yourself and that she and like, wow, I I, I cook more, and I I clean, you know, wash my clothes, and no, and it's just like okay, now it's just like taking the balance off. Was if everything gets back to level, you know how it's supposed to be, um, it just like, okay, we can be, like, not only just, you do this, I do that, stuff. but but we just noticed little things about each other that we didn't, we always noticed, but we just forgot about it. You know, we watch movies, you know, we, we talk, uh, talk about how things got this way, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, stuff like that. You know, and why why we still here? You know. So. Yeah, I mean,
3: I, uh, doing I think doing things like washing dishes together, one washes, one dries, or put it, you know, the things like that, so you can talk during that time, and you switch off on cooking dinner and things like, uh, you know. I'll tell this on behalf of a lot of us out there. A lot of us women out there find that very uh, attractive in a man when we can do that. And it's not one-sided. We do those things together. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if that's something new for you, that's an exciting journey. And um, I think someone uh, over on social media said that maybe it would be nice to have you and your wife back in August after you're done with um, counseling and you all have really gotten to know each other and we can hear about your journey of you starting to relearn each other and this new thing called date nights and things of that nature. Um, Because you're two new people now. You're not the same people that you were before. And, again, Mm -hmm. that's that's why I think that a lot of people – we're on that tip of, you know, atoning and, and clearing up the past fully and as it should be because now you're two new people, and the last thing that you would need is for the ghosts from the past to trickle into your here and now and your future. Um, okay. Not saying that they will ever disappear, but as much as you both are working towards that change, that. Again, that comes with accountability and being very um, self-actualization where you all know, you know what, that's who we were. And now this is where who we are today and where we want to go from there. And um, some people listening, you know, they're like, that's what I want. And but, you know, it, what you're talking about, your plan for the future, that makes you an anomaly in the grand scheme of things. Because a lot of women will never find someone like you, and they will never—they never saw it in their parents growing up, whether it be mother and/or father. And now, um, we're older, and a lot of women—women especially—I don't know about men, of course—but women especially, some of them are now old and bitter and still talking about things that happened 50, 60, 70 years ago
1: <laughs> because
3: they never had that. Um, they never had this discussion. They never had that closure. It's about closure. Let's put it that way. Instead of saying, give right, and all right, of that it's, stolen,
0: yeah.
3: it's yeah. closure. And, and a lot of you're adults right. are
1: walking around here who've never had closure. You're right. But you know what? That's why it's important sometimes to forgive. And, well, you can't always forget it, but the only way you're going to have peace in your life, this is my opinion, is you got to forgive and just realize sometimes you're never going to get closure. You got to be able to move on and live your life because sometimes people out there living their best life and you still trying to figure out what happened, what went wrong, you see what I'm saying? And you can't move on because you're still dwelling on something that happened 25, 50 years ago.
0: Yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah. And then that comes
3: down to letting go of certain things and people. You know, sometimes we have to just let go. And um, I don't know if you all remember that old show that used to come on where it called Cheers, where the song mm-hmm. when something like you need to go where nobody, when everybody knows your name. Well, sometimes you name. have to yep. go where nobody knows your name. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. you just have to start fresh. And um, and a lot of people just don't understand that. You know, this network is healing through hurt because a lot of people are still hurting and they, they have made the choice. At some point in your life, it becomes a choice where they choose not to heal from their hurts. And, um, you know, again, the means may be different, but the end is the same. So, uh, again, but I say this, without closure, there can be no total and full healing ever, ever. And because we accept the fact that we may never get the apology or we may never get the acknowledgement or anything, it still lingers with us, but we have to make that conscious decision to continue right. to move forward without having that closure or that, that ending to that particular book. So, you know, if you can't get that ending in that particular book, you write a new book, <laughs> and that's just the way that it has to go You're sometimes. Right. But... Correct. Yeah, correct. Right.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yep. So. so, Sometimes all we can do is keep hope alive and, and you know, hope for the best. And well,
3: you know, we keep hope alive, but then sometimes we just have to have that rolling plan. That um, and sometimes we have to look in the mirror and tell the person looking back to stick to the plan. And um, we know what's behind us, so sometimes we just have to keep moving forward. And again, it comes down to sometimes it comes down to what we think we know may not be what's really going on. Of course. <laughs> That came in there. Well, um,
1: what's really going on? So we
3: have to, you know, we we really do have to sit down and say, you know what? This is what I'm under the impression of, but what's it really like for you? And that's the whole point of this show. What's real? What you know? What's really going on is the fact that we want to know. What we think we know may not be what the people involved actually feel, or they know. Right. So uh, the key to all of it is still, first and foremost, transparency and communication. Without that, there's no elevation whatsoever.
1: That's true. Well, Mr Brian, I am so glad that you came back and, and I think we, we might invite well we she mentioned coming back in August and letting us know um how things work out.
2: I mean I I, I I'll come back any you want me to come back, um to see how the progress go along since from August or any time that you know you want me to come back, I'll I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll come back. I mean, if you got questions or other people that want to have me back or whatever, I, it doesn't matter. I mean, to come back and have an update on how things going, stuff like that. That's, I'm fine with it.
1: Well, we definitely appreciate you. And uh, Dr. C made some great suggestions: mentoring, counseling, talking to other people that may be in the same situation that might be. Something else you want to consider doing? I'm sure it's other men and women um, out there that are going through some of the same the same things that you are.
2: Exactly, exactly. It's 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 just like you know. Sometimes other people have to have voices for other people, you know. And 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 I really like to thank you, and her, for having just the show. For people can come on and voice their opinions to have voice for other people that really don't really can't see it, don't know how to see it,
0: and
2: and really just li- listening through everything, you know.
1: Well, and we appreciate you being honest and upfront and, and telling your story, being willing to, to share it. Um, we definitely applaud you for that and i mm-hmm. and and also, add, a
3: but i I'm i think that, um I think that that it would be good to to um as your journey continues, and I do believe that your narrative is going to become even more clear as time goes on and um You know, if your wife is out there and if she's listening, and maybe, maybe, just maybe, she would like to come on and we could hear the other side of the story. Because right now, you know, maybe, maybe, Brian, you could hear something from her that you thought you knew that you didn't know. Or, again, maybe she's got some questions that she hasn't gotten around to asking you. These are all the little intricate details that, comes into um learning who you are now and um putting that do you all before you go do you all do anything where you sit in front of each other or you play a a game where you write down your pros and cons of what you like and or dislike or or want to change or not to bring into your new life together if
0: that's
2: no. the route that you all choose. no, I, I, no. Uh, no, I and no, we 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 never didn't did that. We never did that. I which, you I know, we, wanna... No no no, I said no, we never did that, which I I think that's a great idea. I I never I I never thought of that before. I never thought
3: that before. And again, that's why, you know, I think that's what I was saying earlier that that's when the healing comes in. When, you know, if you can do that and sit down and get past that, and like you said, well, in in the beginning, is not to get upset and not want to walk away, then (laughs) that's when that real breakthrough will come. And then, oh my gosh. And most people, you know, they don't want to do something like that. But if you can get past that, then you see that total breakthrough coming that's like nothing that most people are willing to deal with. Because so many people, they do, they go through life, and they don't even know. And it's like, yeah, yeah, that's not what, mm-mm, no. Well, I thought that you never complained about it, or you never said it, or you just went along. And then you might hear it say, I just went along. You're right, mm-hmm. because I You're didn't right. want the confrontation. Right. So, again, mm-hmm. now that, if you all do that, please come back. You know, Simo, please hand back, because I'd <laughs> love to. <see> <laughs> you know, if you all are willing to come back and be transparent about that, so we can hear. Oh, wow, whoa. <laughs> so, you didn't know this, but now she's saying this, because I think that that yeah. would be a great show. I'm just saying, you yeah. know, I'm just a producer and lowly producer, but I'm, I think that would be a great show, because if you all can do it, that would be the catalyst to tell other people, well, dang, maybe I should try that. I'm just saying, I mean, you
2: know, that's my, I'm I mean, no, no, I mean, no, no. Basically, that's 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 actually, you know, saying a, a great, great idea. That's a great idea. That's actually something. Then once we get together again on another date like that, I'm going to propose that tour that we're going to do.
3: Yep, you could do it like a fishbowl, write your little questions or quirks in a fishbowl, and then as you pull them out, you talk about it. Um, and then what I used to do, I would do that in my speaking engagements, and then once we talked about it, then I'd tear up that piece of paper. I said, now you leave that right here. And then you go forward and be awesome from that point, but you leave that hurt, that heartache, right here. Because once you talk about it and you, you come to some semblance of agreeance, then it's over and it's done. And that's where it should stay.
2: Exactly.
1: exactly. Agreeable. Well we, well, we might have to invite Miss um, Brian. <laughs>
0: Miss <laughs> <Ms>. B Miss <laughs> B Miss B we're just
3: going to call you B We're going to have Brian and B So you know <laughs> That would be cool to hear What you all discovered about Yourselves that you thought you knew That you really didn't know
1: That would be kind of yeah. cool That is a good idea But hopefully, like I said, um, everything will be wonderful when you when you guys come back and talk to us. And you might come back before August, maybe. So, maybe yes. You
2: never never know. I mean, I mean, yeah. August is the deadline. The, the, I mean, that's not the the line that we shouldn't go for. Like you say, it might be before then. You know, so it, it never know. So. so.
3: Well, <laughs> that's your assignment for this week, Brian. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> that's your assignment it for is. this week. Try to play the get to know me game. <laughs>
2: actually, what it is? Uh, actually, Thursday, I'm gonna play the get to know me game because Thursday we we actually have a date night Thursday, so I'm gonna play that game.
1: Okay. We might have to invite you back again Friday and so you can tell us what happened with Jay.
3: (laughs) Uh, No, but see, no, that's the time when she has to be with him. She should be with him because we want to hear both sides of the story. And it's going to be like, girl, what did you learn? You know, we have, it has to be both sides of the story. If you're going to do that, get to know. So we can hear Brian come back with his, his, um, You know, his, uh, and his Brian way of doing things and say, yeah, well, you know, I learned that so-and-so and and I'm like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) (laughs) you know, and I'd be sitting here, you know, leaning to the side, like, "Uh uh-huh, go ahead. Tell us all about it, Brian, because we'd love (laughs) to hear. And then we're going to say, Miss B, what you got to say about that? (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. Hey, now that's something for you to think about. (laughs) It is. And you have to agree to disagree and agree to not get angry because you Mm -hmm. can't move forward unless you're totally transparent and you're telling it all. So, you know, nobody, no, no real human wants the root for people to break up. Not in this day and age and this time.
0: No, but you know I, I think know.
3: that that'd be i think that would be a great great um you know, in addition to you staying yeah. in counseling, but to do that, I think that you'll probably learn more by playing that game on date night than you will mm-hmm. you know listening to the counselor for the next couple
2: months, yeah yeah yeah, mm-hmm. i mean i mean it it's it's it all depends i mean um. Uh, i understand and i, I it, it just came in my mind just now that i know we we we've got to wrap things up, but you know my 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 me my um grandmother she had um eighteen kids by my grandfather which they was together, and my grandfather he had six kids out of those eighteen so, therefore, we had a phone back in the days, you know, so it, like I said, when it get deeper than that, you know that what I tell you you say deeper and you say we ain't go deeper, it get deeper than that, so that's another conversation. well, see again, that's why so you, you were
1: supposed to come back like at night to get deep so no this I mean like that's, a whole, that's a whole
2: other, that's a whole level that's a whole level conversation, you know. Deeper is just like deeper than what we went into last Friday, like you know, because we didn't right. really got a lot of questions from a lot of cust- um a, a lot of callers and stuff like that. And um, but deeper than that is go deeper than that. My, my grandmother, she had 18 kids. My grandfather, father, all the kids, and my grandfather had six kids on the outside. So. Right it get deeper than the deeper it get. So that's why I say get deeper than that. Simo, see, that's why I'm telling you, it get deeper than what it is.
1: Okay, Brian part three, we got you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean when my grand when when my grand grandmother passed, she had oh man, about oh two hundred and some
3: grandkids. Wow. Two hundred. Oh well it was eighteen yes. of y'all so it two hundred? Oh you're talking about grandchildren yes. and great grandchildren and all of that. Exactly. Like more than one exactly. generation.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah yeah
3: yeah
2: so yeah so she had she had eighteen kids by her she had eighteen kids by herself. Eighteen. That's great. That's eighteen. But by you herself. know
1: what? After the quarantine, you know, over a lot then, of people had my, kids my, what? Yeah,
3: well, we have um, minutes, we're down to our three minute mark, so we're down to our three yeah. minute mark, so um, Semo, just in case you need to know, we're down to our three minutes, three minutes.
1: All right, all right, yeah. all right. Well, I, I thank you so much, Mr. Um, Brian, for <laughs> coming back, and hopefully you'll come back again and and give us the update. I'll, I'll be back. I'll be back. And um, I, it, it sounds like we got two or three more. No. Cool. Show to do yeah. with you um
2: yeah yeah i i' i'll 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 be back before August to talk about these eighteen kids, and my grandfather wow. he had six kids on the outside, so we're gonna talk about that as well, so I mean I know all about
3: it. <laughs> No, you're going to be back to talk about the get-to-know-you night. That's what you're going to be talking about, because that's what we want to know about yeah, we're, we, we,
0: we, we're going to talk
2: about gonna that. We're
0: going to talk
1: about
3: that
0: as see, well. Yeah, we're talk we want to see and how crying. you and your
1: wife and fans do that. And you surprise her one night, and you you I, you get her outfit, you get it. You get it together. You get it ready for and you take her to that date in the dining room with the jazz music. You do that one night for her. I got you. Yep. <laughs>
0: Yes.
1: That's what you do Alright right, well Thank you
2: for having me back on And, and well, thank think you see have... more. And, and Thank you doc So You're I, I think I'll be talking him. to you more you
1: know. <laughs> Alright well All right. <laughs> Thank you for coming right. And everybody have a good night And we will Well we'll chat again in the morning Dr. C
3: Yes we will We'll be on Focus Females Global Chat Cafe, 9 a.m. Eastern Time. So, yep, I'll see you then. And um, thank you to our uh, uh, guests in the chat room and the callers and the call query. Thank you all for listening. Um, Simo, I'm turning it over to you. Let me know. 90 seconds. Uh, Thank you, everybody,
1: for tuning in tonight. Um, Have a good night, and I will see you all next week, next Friday. Have a good night. Good night. Good night.
0: It's not my fault You've been lying saying that I go away your peace Drowning by yourself, now you want to blame me Like you have no options I ain't take your options Now I'm not the problem Man that's on you You've been terrorizing me, yeah, I'm always wrong I knew you lost your mind when you dropped that bomb Girl, are you crazy? Yeah, you must be crazy I've been thinking lately, lately it's you